Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey guys, um, look, I just wanted to tap in really quick. I just got this feeling, man, um, that this summer is, uh, it's about to be a white boy summer, you know, take it how you want. I'm not talking about like Trump, uh, you know, NASCAR type white. I'm talking about, you know, you know, me, um, John B, Jack Harlow type white boy summer. You know what I mean? Let me know if you guys, uh, can vibe with that and, uh. Get ready. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Everyone's Business But Mine with me, Kara Berry, reporting live from the absolute shit show. That are my Twitter mentions right now. Um, I guess I have to start off the episode with a formal apology to um, the world at large for what I've done. And with that, I just want to explain my side of the story. So Friday night, RuPaul's Drag Race is on. I'm highly annoyed about Utica and her fat phobia, but it's cut to commercial time. And I decide I'm just going to scroll through Instagram. In my scroll, I find a video of one... Chester Hanks, a.k.a. Chet Hanks with an X, a.k.a. Chet Hayes, the former rapper. I'm not really sure what it is is that this fully grown adult human does. But nevertheless, he was in the passenger seat of a car declaring summer of 2021 to be a white boy summer. Now, in that like 35 second video, I feel like I was transported to another dimension. Like the only the best comparison is like when people talk about being abducted by aliens, like you come back down to reality and you're like, oh, no, what what just happened to me? Okay, so my first thought was download this girl. This is about to be some mess. 
I'm thinking me who has but a humble number of Twitter followers. You can follow me at Caribbean tweets, by the way. And I decided I'm just going to post this on the timeline. I'm just going to have a couple chuckles between me and my girlfriends. Okay. I posted the video, had some laughs, and then my phone was dying. And so I decided turn my phone off and charge it. When I turn my phone back on, I get a friend named Jay who sent me a message and said, Kara, please make them stop. <laughs> and a screenshot of his mentions blowing up. And I thought, oh no. And then I go to Twitter and I see, oh no, what's happened? <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> so five million views later, um, there is a international conversation being had. Um, who is Chet Hanks? What happened to his Jamaican accent? Where is his father? Where is the, any adult in his life? Um, why did Tom allow Chet to leave a certain part of his body and allow him to be appropriated into a human? Okay. Um, y'all got jokes and you're so very funny. Shout out to the person who said that Chet Hanks was um, the child that Jenny left Forrest Gump at the end of the movie. Because <laughs> that fucking killed me. <laughs> um, you guys, what a laugh. I have not had people slide into my DMs like this ever before. Was, were they good DMs? No. I didn't even get the, um, hey, tell us your rate. So we, you can promote um, our stupid sunset projector under your tweet. Didn't even get that. I'm getting like men telling me that I need to, I need to formally declare that it's a white boy summer. Otherwise I'm racist. So that that's happening. Um, there are a lot of conversations about, you know, women being especially horny for him. Women being ashamed at how horny they are for Chet. Um, Chet has now created some ground rules for white boy summer, which truthfully, I can't argue with anything that he said. He said, no, no salmon colored outfits. Okay. No Sperry's. You can keep it to Chuck's. You can wear Vans. You can wear Jordans if you want. Um, no calling girls smoke shows. Okay. Uh, several other things. I'll let you guys, you know, I'll, I pass the baton back over to Chester and he can run with it, okay? But I do think that he should be on my podcast. So if anybody has a contact with one Chester Hanks, I'll even talk to Rita. I would love to talk to Rita, okay? Tom, if you hear me. Colin, you want to stop on by? And I think, you know, I would like to do some sort of Oprah-esque conversation as to, like, how we got here with Chet when we all know what Colin is like and, and Tom. Okay. I have questions. Um, I don't know what to say. You guys, I apologize. I, I wholeheartedly apologize. And with that, let's move on. At the public. Uh, yeah. Like, then. Finally, this guy is being a really good guy. But that doesn't mean my feelings can just change on the flip side. Yes. Tristan up. But what about him? There's gonna come a point where he doesn't want to feel like you're embarrassed of him still. And it's still gotta be kind of hard. For me, it's like, I don't want my peers, people that I love and yeah. respect to look at me. Okay, you guys, let us cozy on up 
into the Kardashian corner. I'm going to do another quick recap of episode two, season 20 of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I was going to rewatch this video, this uh, episode, but then I was like, fuck it. No, I'm not. The, there were several things that really uh, stuck with me in the first two episodes. First of all, I thought Courtney declared on multiple occasions that she was no longer going to be on the show. And yet here she is. So I need answers about that. Um, th- I mean, there were a few main themes of this episode. One, Kendall has baby fever. And so, you know, they launch their cavalry of children on Kendall, including um, Malika's child who looks literally like OT Genesis in a baby form. It's so funny and cute. Um, the other storyline was ugh, Chloe and Tristan. I hated this and I hated that. I hated how it was addressed. Mostly Tristan took the lead on this. It seemed the the crux of it was that Chloe is feeling some type of way about people, me, because <clears throat> I'm blocked. Um, you know, having opinions about her relationship because she posted a picture on Instagram. Scott uh, posted a comment of like, Tristan's a lucky man. Chloe was so in her feelings about it that she decided to delete to delete Scott's comment. Um, Tristan basically is playing captain good boy. And he wants everybody to know I'm here and I'm here for my girl. And he actually had the nerve to say that he was hurt that Chloe deleted the comment because he didn't want to feel like a side chick. Well, I, (laughs) Takes one to know. I mean, imagine, imagine Tristan Thompson looking at you and said, you made me feel like a side chick. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, so that was really it. I mean, at one point, Tristan with his like heavily Canadian accent was like, oh, you guys little better lay off Chloe because that's, that's my girl. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, Tristan. Thank you so much. The third, um theme was obviously Kim and Kanye. Kanye is announcing his bid for presidency and his Twitter outbursts. Now, we have to give the VIP for the episode going to Malika for having no chill in asking Kim, like, hey, are you excited about Kanye running for president? Are you going to vote for him? You'd be such a great first lady. Do you want to talk about this? Why are you looking at me like that? Why are you giving me a desk there, Kim? Why are we going to talk about this? Let's talk about Kanye. You want to talk about Kanye? I want to talk about Kanye. Can we talk about Kanye? Oh, no? You don't want to talk about it on camera. Okay, but do you feel excited about him being president? (laughs) I know for a fact that Kim has probably death stared at Malika several times before in the years that they've known each other. The fact that she was not picking up on that at all, I live. I absolutely live. Um, The... What I, the two themes or the one overarching theme that I am getting from the two episodes that we've seen thus far are a family that do not want to talk anymore. People, I mean, Kim doesn't want to talk about Kanye. Kim doesn't want to talk about Kanye on camera. We have a, an extremely fake 
<laughs> conversation of cameramen shooting from one side of the backyard where Kim is sitting in a swing. You can't see her face. You can't see if she's talking. You can barely tell that she's on the phone, quote unquote. And she's talking to somebody about like, oh yeah, you know, like I, you know, I can go up to uh, Wyoming anytime. I can come tonight. I can come next week. Just let me know. You know, she's like trying to navigate her relationship with Kanye. Right. Um, I thought that was completely fake and something that she did after the fact. After you just said that you don't want to talk about Kanye. Okay. Um, and now Chloe's saying, you know, I don't want to talk about it. And far be it for me to defend Courtney, but the last couple seasons, we see Courtney feeling absolutely ganged up on by him and Chloe for not wanting to talk about certain things on TV and how she had opened up her life for so many years and exposed everything about her relationship with Scott and she wanted to started to keep things tight and they were annoyed. I was annoyed as well. But now Kim and Chloe are doing the same thing. Chloe was basically like, I don't really want to talk about this dude. I don't want to talk about my relationship. There are things that I want to keep private. So what are we doing here? You guys, why are you having like, you guys can't have it both ways. You can't have Tristan talking to damn near every person in the family about your relationship and then say, that you don't want to talk about your relationship. Why does Tristan have a microphone on then, girl? Why is he here? <laughs> it, it's almost like she's farmed him out to like do her dirty work. But then also she wants to say that she wants to keep things private. And I, I don't like that. I think it's weird. Uh, you know, as far as Kim and Kanye, because Kanye chooses not to be on the show. I mean, that is a little bit of a different situation. But she also brought up a great point of like, y'all know what he said. <laughs> like she literally said, like, you, you've seen the tweets. I know you have. So, you know, w Kim is probably at the point where she knows that this relationship is about to end. Right. And she's keeping it cute. I think if she thought this, there was something worth fighting for, she would be more open to talking about it but I think what we're seeing is a woman who's like I'm toeing the line real real gently and carefully because I want out and I know I'm going to get out so it doesn't make sense for me to be talking about all this also we have 75,000 children who are going to watch this later okay um yeah but it's like if you guys don't want to talk about shit then you know what are we doing I mean, I guess that's why it's the last season, right? But, I mean, to go out this last season to be like, I don't want to talk to y'all, <laughs> basically. It's it's a weird thing to, to go out on. And I'm very curious to see what we get from the rest of the season. The only fun shady part was that they, Kim, Chloe, and Courtney go out to their, like, they have rented a Malibu house for the summer, and so we see the various members of the family, like filtering in and out of this Malibu house. So Kim, Chloe and uh, Courtney decide to have like a girl's night to distract Kim from all the tweets and, you know, calling her, their mom, Kim, uh, Chris Strong on and, you know, calling your own wife, a white supremacist and all that stuff. So, uh, they at one point start talking about 
Eunice, but they never say his name. So Chloe is like, you know, if I know anything about my sister Kim, it's that she loves to gossip. And so I'm just going to start asking Courtney all these questions about her love life and her sex life and what's happening. So Courtney says, you know, she's single, fancy free. Chloe's like, do you still talk to your ex? And she's like, no, he still hits me up every now and again, but no. And they basically go in on him and say like, he sucked. (laughs) He was abusive. He was not good for you. He like ruined you and destroyed you. So I hope you're better, sis. Um, Another part that really upset me was in the beginning where Kylie is filming the video for WAP. And the thing that was upsetting to me is that Kylie, Cardi B comes out and she's like, oh, I just want to watch a scene of, of, you know, Kylie walking down a fake hallway. Right. Um, She comes out, she's talking to Chris and I think Cardi and Chris might work together in some form or fashion on a business level. She's like, oh my gosh, Cardi to Chris is saying how nervous she is to see Kylie and to meet Kylie. And Chris is like, oh, I'll introduce you. And it turns into this weird thing of like, Chris is saying, oh, Kylie, Cardi B wants to meet you on the set of her music video that you were doing and making a cameo for. Like, they were acting as if Kylie was the big get. And I guess in a way she was, but it's just off balance for me. Like, I don't like a world in which Cardi B is nervous to meet a Kylie Jenner. You know what I mean? I don't like that, (laughs) especially on her own job. Something is off balance for me, you know? And then Kylie's saying, oh, this is the highlight of my career. It just felt like, "Mm, I don't care for this. It just didn't feel right. Anyway, that's it with the Kardashian corner. Um, do I have anything else I want to talk about? No. (laughs) With that, the rest of the episode is a incredible recap with the love of my life host of dunzo podcast troy mckeady talking all about the latest episode of summer house so you guys enjoy that if you guys have the time to give me a five-star review on apple Podcasts, i would greatly appreciate that um get ready for white boy summer you guys thank you so much for listening thank you for speaking but i do not love your quest for power over females and that's what my beef with you is you can't literally look that's yourself true. in the mirror and be like oh by the way well, I, you, you have all the girls you know. weighing in i know you because i did that myself we had a good conversation last night why don't you just be real for once in your you life you want me to be real just admit that you love controlling females admit it admit it bro One? jesus Christ. i'm back it's me, Cara Berry, at everyone's business but mine. Um, we're talking now about the latest episode of Summer House. Join with me is the incredible Troy McEady. Hi, Troy. Hi, Cara. How are you? Uh, I'm delicious. Um, it's such a treat to talk to you, like, truthfully. And I'm, like, being weird right now. Like, Brandy telling Eileen about her obsession with her soap opera. <laughs> you like two hours every day I would do it without hesitation so this is a real treat for me because we have not recorded in quite some time it's been a long time I'm actually to be honest I'm selfishly only here to ask you when's the last time you made me a sandwich because I'm really (laughs) dying to know how many sandwiches have you made for me (laughs) no no listen how many sandwiches like I love like the seriousness of that question (laughs) 
we have to talk. Okay, so I, okay, I feel like this season has really been like a shift in terms of cast members, in terms of the public opinion on them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where are you right now? Where are you in your summer house journey? Who do you love? Who do you hate? Okay, so I can boldly say that I've always loved Carl. Like, even through the trials and tribulations, I know that Carl's having, like, a moment right now, but I've always been a Carl fan. I just... Yeah, you really... You know that I have. I've always wanted Carl to crush my throat with his thighs. And (laughs) I just... I think that Carl, like, even with him being a fuckboy, like, you could see beyond that that he's, like, actually a really good person who just was going through, like, a fuckboy phase of his life, you know? And he knew. Yeah. yeah. Um, and his relationship with his mom is, like, the most telling of, like, how good of a person he is, I think. I and, agree. And, yeah, and I've always... I've always wondered when Hannah's villain season would come because she was such a breath of fresh air when, the sh- when she first came on the show. Totally needed. But, like, that's the role of, like, that person who comes in, they're, like, crazy, and we love them for all their charms at first... And then slowly they start to wear on us. And then all of a sudden it's their villain year. And uh, I think she's a nightmare this year. An absolute nightmare. Her bitch flower has bloomed. And it's one of those like stinky flowers that only like bloom once a year. And everybody goes (laughs) it, and it smells really bad. Like, why are we here? This was so much work and it sucks. And that's Hannah. Yeah, it's like when you touch that flower, your hands smell like sewage, and you're like, ugh. (laughs) It really sucks. Um, Obviously, Lindsay is the queen of the house. Right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Lindsay is, I mean, anybody who can boldly say, do you know who I am, is a queen, (laughs) a goddess. That's just fucking true tea. In a a yellow polyester robe at that, you know? Right. Um, and also, I've always been, I think that Paige is one of the greatest reality stars of our time, honestly. Like, I yeah. live for a Paige look. I live, I mean, Paige gives it to us visually, and she comes hard in her, her uh, talking heads. They're so great. She is a silent killer. She's really, like, it really, I'm very conflicted about her, you know, off-camera behavior, Versus who she is, because she's so necessary to the show. Mm-hmm. She's so fucking funny. She's so sharp. She gets it. She gets the show. She understands. And she's doing the work. Yeah, she is. She's really doing the work. She's basically narrating the show now. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah. How are you feeling about our cookie this season? <laughs> Listen. Okay. God, I've, I'm so overwhelmed. Okay. <laughs> So, because actually, I was a little bit behind on um, Summer House, so Mm -hmm. I binged like maybe four episodes to get caught up for this. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm storm right now, like floating off the air. I'm controlling the weather. Um, Wait, who did you ask me ask me about? Kyle. Kyle. Okay. Um, I love adulting Kyle. Like, I think it's so fun to see Kyle like still being the frat boy douche that he is in his spirit. Yeah. But also really, really leaning in. I think it's, like, really fun to watch Kyle and Amanda lean into Loverboy. Like, and, yeah, I don't know. I like it. I like it. It is, they're, like, the anti-Jason and Bethany. Yeah. 
they are actually able to work together and there's no ego. And we know it's because it's Kyle who's really at the forefront and Mm -hmm. Amanda can handle that. But that's another conversation for another day. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm loving standing desk Kyle. He's making moves. Yes. He's on the phone, you know? Yes. It's nice. It's a good look on him. Yeah, startup Kyle is, like, everything. And this is, like, yeah, and I I also really like that Loverboy, I feel like, has come, like, at the beginning of Loverboy, I was, like, what is this and why do we need it? But now, like, I I feel like the band real has, it has a real, like, brand identity at this point. Mm -hmm. And you can definitely tell as far as, like, the styling and the packaging and stuff that, like, that's all Amanda. And I really like the look of all of their stuff. I like the merch. I think the cans are really cute. Like, I don't know. It's very Instagram-y. I like it. They've, they're really, they've really gotten it. And uh, I went to a bodega the other day to try and get it, and I couldn't get it, and I was livid. Oh, well, because they're running out of cans, and they're running out of <laughs> distributors and all that. <laughs> I'm really, like, coming close to just, like, my fingers itchy. Like, should I just spend the $60 <laughs> on a four-pack? And do it. I know, even though I'm in town, you know, uh, it's 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 hard for me. Um, how are you feeling about the dynamic with Luke, Hannah, and Sierra? Okay, so obviously this is like this is the hot button issue, right? Yeah. Um, so I really like Sierra. Like, I think it's actually wild how well she has just sort of you know folded herself into the group and like you know she isn't trying to be anybody she's not on reality TV, which I appreciate. Um, She's not like, you know, she's fun, but she's not like a really super crazy. She's not Hannah. You know what I mean? Uh Um, She's a little bit more chill, but as far as their little weird thing happening, it's just, it's one of those situations where if I was friends with Hannah specifically, I would tell her that she has to face what she likes about, the drama of the relationship like you have to come to terms with what you like about the chase and Mm -hmm. like be okay with that and be honest about it and stop acting like it's like it's all just so it's all so traumatic for you when you're living for this like you love the drama of this it's like turning you on yeah you're absolutely right it's it's a tough watch it's that fiance of hers is like just vile to me Oh my god, I know. Yeah. It's it's fucking insane. I I'm really I'm anxious to hear your thoughts on uh on Luke. <laughs> it, let's just talk about the episode. Okay. Um so we start off with Paige, Hannah, and Amanda. We're leaving off from the last episode where they're gossiping about this Instagram psychic. Troy. <laughs> They're making a whole storyline about a woman who DM'd them. I cannot. (laughs) I mean, like, personally, I think that they all came to some sort of let's really go for Luke this year kind of thing beforehand. Mm -hmm. Like, this is a very lazy, um, this is like pre-gaming, if you will. This is like, you know what I mean? This is like an unfair pre-gaming where they're like, let's just like find some way to fully make Luke look terrible. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's so dumb. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. 
and yet I enjoy it a little bit more than if this were on another show, I'd be livid. <laughs> but right. somehow this is still compelling. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I think you just described it. Summer House in a nutshell. Exactly. Uh, you bingo. Um, I like to see the fire in Paige's eyes because she knows that this is stupid. Mm-hmm. But she also knows that, like, she's not ever going to get in trouble for this. So just, right. like, let the drama happen. Yeah, and it's, like, a, it's also kind of silly. Like, it's, like, almost camp. Yeah. <laughs> like, a psychic told me that they, it's, like, are you kidding me? <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, so Carl's talking about how, you know, traditionally in the summer house, um, they divide the sexes up. And for a night boys night girls night so the girls are going to be having a spa night the guys are going to be um i don't know like doing push-ups or whatever and they the guys night starts off with luke proclaiming that he can chug a guinness in three seconds and then proceeds to dump the beer all over the floor and his his body not even in a sexy way he could have done us a favor you know and (laughs) I mean, Kyle says he looks like a child at a milkshake stand, and he's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, I forgot that he said that. <laughs> yeah, he did just take the beer and literally tilt his head and just pour it on his chest, for real. <laughs> Luke is such a, like, I would not want to be anywhere near Luke. And I mean that in the <laughs> best way. Like, tell it, me in all the ways that you mean that, though. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think it would be he gives me a little bit of like a Teresa in that like if you just look hard enough you can know what he's thinking like you see it mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah like an invisible thought bubble yeah he's like a true like just vibes guy and that's very unsettling for me probably because I've slept with several men of his type um yes he, Luke, Luke is a lot for me and also nothing at all, you know? That's his true essence. He's yeah. He means nothing, but, like, for some reason evokes thought. And you're like, why am I even thinking about this person? Like, and also, like, for sure, Luke is the most da- – listen, and this is, like, lean in. Luke is the most dangerous kind of guy to be around when you're drunk because you will sleep with him. You yeah. will. It's just – it's just, it's caveman shit. I don't know. He is the guy who will, like, he makes direct eye contact. He leans in close. He'll touch the small of your back. Yep. And then it's like you're powerless against him. And he knows. And it's like there's something about that cocky energy where it's, like, hot at certain moments. Where you're like, oh, you, like, know that I'm going to sleep with you. I hate you. Yeah. And yet here we are, you know. Here we are. <laughs> um gosh i mean it was just like when they were chugging i really want everybody i encourage you guys to look back at the (laughs) moment that kyle realizes that luke is spilling all over himself because he's like mid chug and he looks over like what the fuck is wrong with this guy (laughs) (laughs) and like of all people kyle who's like basically shot beer out of his asshole is like judging are you kidding me yeah, I mean, he goes from, like, being judgmental to going outside and peeing what has to be a record for, like, the longest urination 
on cable television. <laughs> like, what the hell? It was half the episode. And um, Bravo, like, fully showed... I think that Bravo showed his penis, I feel. Yeah, I saw, like, a pixel. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Um, it... Oh, my God. I just, like... Then they all decide to take their shirts off. Finally. Let's get down to business here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, give mm-hmm. give mm-hmm. us what we want. Um, I love the, like, Love Island-style necklaces that are actually microphones that they have to wear. Did you oh, notice? I'm obsessed with those puka shell microphone necklaces. On, I just love them. I want to know who came up with those. It's brilliant. Like, it is so iconic and they're always they're always a puka like choker yeah so it's like i just came back from bali and here's what i got at the airport on the way back i love it <laughs> right and it was 65 dollars. i'm loving it <laughs> so the girls are having their girls night hannah gives all those girls like those really cheap animal print face masks that you really should not put on your skin you guys yeah she <laughs> she, she went to five below and went nuts <laughs> um hannah starts talking about how horny her grandma is and how her rule is that you only put shades of red on as nail polish which is something that i might adopt for this year yeah Um, (laughs) i just forget about her grandma (laughs) she's always just you know just hanging around in some sort of blanche Devereaux outfit and a choker (laughs) (laughs) like wearing a boa around the house (laughs) exactly um it's like looking in a mirror of my future um, <laughs> hannah starts talking about how she and des love to have phone sex with each other because they both like to talk which is mortifying i know when, he, when, when they did have phone sex that previous episode and he was like i don't know what it is about your freaking nipple i was like Ugh, yuck. <laughs> yuck Big time yuck. Um, The guys are trying to play beer pong. Carl wants to place bets. I mean, this was like the most heterosexual thing of them. Like, like, he wants the guy to do a naked push-up, which, like, thank you. You're the only one adding something to this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Luke doesn't want to do it. And his idea is that they, like, slap shot a hockey puck into their chest. Like, go up, bro. I so. know. Jeez. This is like shit that at 19 I would have been like literally titillated by. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> at 35, here I am. <laughs> right, seriously. <laughs> um, then Kyle's like, this is so stupid. You guys have vagina breath. I'm not playing bets, you guys. I'm 38 years old. This is like the dumbest idea since my mo- my grandmother put Molly in the Thanksgiving gravy. Excuse me? <laughs> Let's circle back to that, sir. <laughs> Did you think he was being sarcastic and then he went on to explain that his grandma is wacky? Because she's from Vermont. <laughs> I was like, wait, that happened? I think it did. I feel like it did, and I feel like that explains why Kyle has been on it. Like, he's been tripping. He's, like, in, he's like stuck in a trip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he's constantly, like, on the downslope of a peak. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so Paige starts to stir the pot because she wants to figure out if Lindsay fucked Luke, even though we all know that she did not. Or do you think she did? No, I don't think she did. I think that they want to, but like, I don't think that they did. That was so weird. I think 
if Luke asked her, like she would do it in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I, I don't think they have either. But I, a lot of people do. I really honestly do not believe. I see to me, they have, we haven't fucked yet chemistry. Mm-hmm. It's like, we're gonna fuck. It's not, we have. Yeah, exactly. If the mood is right, it could go there at any moment. Yeah. Yeah. And they're always like kind of seeing if tonight's the night. Like all of those times that she like knocks on his door at night, like that's to see if they will. You know what I mean? Of course. Of course. <laughs> you get it. We see yeah. each other, Troy, and that's why we're friends. Exactly. <laughs> so Paige is like, okay, of all the guys in the house, all three, y'all, who would you guys have a baby with? And Paige and Sierra both pick Carl because duh. Yeah. Um, Lindsay's like, well, he is good at fingering. So there's that. <laughs> um, Danielle says she's in between Kyle and Carl. And then Hannah tells on herself by saying that she would have hate sex with Kyle. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's like, of course you would. <laughs> then Hannah's like, oh, Amanda, how is having sex with Kyle? And she's like, well, you know, like, he's really the only guy that I've been able to have consistent, simultaneous orgasms with. And, you know, I might complain that he's a minute man, but I guess I'm a minute woman. And it's like, okay, well, that explains a lot. Amanda sometimes will randomly be, like, the most fun person in the house. Like, (laughs) at random times, you're like, oh, shit, Amanda's, like, coming really hard this episode. Like, uh, not to jump ahead, but, like, later when she, like, literally queefed on Kyle's head, I was like, oh, my God, she's so fun. And then sometimes she's grandma, and I, like, she loved that, you know? I agree. She will, she's like, listen, I ordered some pork fried rice. I'm gonna ride your face. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck your head, you know? Right. <laughs> oh, she's gonna be a great mom. She really is. She is. Um, Lindsay says you know I think I would pick Luke and she's like well not because he's smart and Paige is like yeah duh (laughs) uh, um, she's like you know I think he has a lot of attributes that have been overlooked by the house and everybody just stares at her like she just walked into something she has no idea right Oh, (laughs) such it's like so hard to watch that moment because it's like it's visceral if you've ever lived in girl world (laughs) I mean, it took me right back, right back yes. to middle school. Um, so Hannah and Sierra will start talking about how Luke has like pushed boundaries with them, and Hannah tries to suggest that like Luke is jealous of Des, which girl. <laughs> I know. No. <laughs> I know. Like, give me a fucking break. <laughs> The fact that he was just like, I think you guys should chill out because this escalated really quickly. Like, how is she? Well, because she's incredibly selfish. I'll answer my own question. But like, how do you not see how it looks to other people that you were crying and screaming over this guy one night and you're showing your nipple to a different guy 72 hours later? Like... Right, and, like, begging him to leave you alone in quotes, in very heavy quote fingers, but yeah. then being, like, flirting with him so inappropriately and, like, so intensely. Like, it's in a, it's insane. It's wild. I feel like I want to like Sierra, and I do like Sierra at my core, but I want a Sierra without Hannah. 
because even though I do trust her and clearly she's the most intelligent person in the house I do feel like in some way Hannah influenced Sierra's opinion of Luke 1000% agree and she also like influenced I hate what I hate is that Hannah influenced our perception of her because yeah she like basically dug her nails into her and you know their friendship is completely based off of Hannah's insecurity you know what I mean it's like a keep your enemies close kind of thing it's like so obvious that's what it is and I don't know it's yeah I I hate that Hannah like got in her brain I hate that I do too hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com hey it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters May 17th do you want to tell people the big news all right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. As we all know, When it comes to everyone's business, I like to mention it all, but when it comes to mine, I like to keep things a little bit closer to the chest. But that method doesn't always work when it comes to your mental health, and we all need a way to purge and get it out. Therapy is a safe space to do that and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down by learning positive coping skills and all the tools you need to help you be the best version of yourself. BetterHelp is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So you can just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash everyone's business today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash everyone's business. Hannah posted some bullshit on Instagram. I'm not even going to bother to look up right now. But basically it was some like, you know, how can I manipulate somebody into disliking somebody else? Like, you know, if I liked a guy, I wouldn't care if he was like a crackhead or, you know, had needles poking out of his arms or, you know, if he was homeless or anything, like I would just, I would like him regardless of what anybody's opinion was. And it's just like, okay. Like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Like get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Um, so then back at the guys, Kyle is like trying to figure out what's going on with Luke because they're like, okay, you basically came into the house with this girl Obviously, you must have thought there was going to be something between you guys this summer, but now you guys don't even talk to each other. So, like, don't you think that's weird? Like, we <laughs> like her. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, and it's crazy that it took her such little time to jump ship. Like, she right. no loyalty. It isn't a good look because she has no loyalty at all. Like, she mm-hmm. ran over to the new shiny objects, which is, like, a, you know, a bunch of stupid giggly girls. I am just very, I have one eye on Sierra because the rumors were that she, well, not even rumors, she had posted a picture on Instagram, like, right around the premiere and tagged one of the Summer House producers as, like, her boyfriend. Like, oh, when your boyfriend does whatever, what a stupid caption it was. So now that she's done the Winter House, there have been these, like, flirtatious conversations and back and forth between her and Austin from Southern Charm because he was also in the Winter House. Oh my god. And I just am wondering like does she really have a producer boyfriend behind the scenes? And is she like just having these like weird things with dudes on the shows to keep things interesting? I'm just very curious. You should keep keep your eye open for me. Squint it real good at her for me. I will. (laughs) I will. Um, so Luke says in a confessional that Hannah's run like a, some sort of campaign against him and has begun a gaslighting experience, uh, experiment against him. And what do you think about that? Do you, I, I just, I'm just so sick of Hannah. <laughs> I am too. I'm just sick of Hannah. Like I, all of Hannah's charms have completely worn off on me. Like, I don't know. She just, it's, I think maybe it's like visceral because she reminds me of people that I grew up with in a way. Like she reminds me of a girl that I would find myself being really close to in high school and being like, Hannah, mm-hmm. like shut the fuck up about <laughs> Luke. Seriously, it's enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so totally, totally, totally. She has like, High school athlete who, like, doesn't really date, but then she finds that one guy, and it's just, like, a lot a lot goes on. Yeah. Um, and every trauma she's ever experienced is somehow filtered through tennis. Right. Like, okay. <laughs> uh, Hannah, I'm so curious about her life, because... No, I'm not. Fuck her. Uh, <laughs> so... <laughs> uh, Carl, this is where Carl really loses me because he is now like beginning this like thing that is some sort of like fuckboy reformation house thing that he's planning where like he's had to repent for his past fuckboy behavior and Kyle's had to do the same. So now it's Luke's time in his mind. And why don't you do that, Luke? It was weird. It was so weird. And, like, not... I, first of all, it's like you're a year out of being a fuckboy. Right. Like, it's not like you've gotten engaged and you are now in some really, you know, solid relationship and you have a pregnant fiancé or something. Like, you were a fuckboy last summer. Mm-hmm. So, like, what are you doing? Like, Kyle, what are you doing? Like, the the, the audacity... Uh, to feel like they are like so justified and like reformed, and you guys are having a good a good year. Yeah, calm yeah. down. And like some people want, like listen, everybody has every right to be whoever they want. If he wants to be a fuckboy, if he's still in uh, his fuckboy phase in life, let him. Who cares? Right. 
it's not like they don't want they don't give a shit they just want him to apologize like they had to like this isn't really all that altruistic very that yeah it's like if if we had to go down in public you know and be ridiculed then he should have to go down because i can understand how from their perspective it looks like he's just like doing all this puppeteering and making jewelry and like you know it doesn't matter because he's luke like like i get that he doesn't have women smashing melons at his feet or whatever for the, the pain he's caused but like it's still like you guys don't really care right yeah exactly i i'm just it's it's very weird it's very very weird um so then what happens okay so kyle went to go pee again (laughs) (laughs) we'll talk about the girls because Lindsay's basically like she's being really defensive of luke and she's saying i just think that all of you guys are really going hard on him i just wish that you guys would back off and be a little nicer like i felt like she was communicating very well to me it did not sound like somebody who was trying to defend a dude that they had fucked you know it really brings up an interesting thing with Lindsay because it's like she is the oldest gal in the house Mm -hmm. and she's the most wise in a lot of ways like not in like social ways but more stuff like that you know where it's like that that's what you guys are doing is so immature and, like, they don't see it yet, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it is Lindsay's, like, power in the house. She's, like, the older, wise one who's, like, she she stands up for the underdog if they need to be stood up for. Yeah. She's, like, what are those boards where they say, like, chaotic neutral? She's, like... Yeah. She's oh, that's like so sweet. Chaotic, yeah. like, a lawful. Like, she wants everybody to do the right thing, regardless of who they are. Yes, but totally. Um... She, I just love her. Me too. I love her so much. <laughs> so, I have to admit something horny. Kyle <laughs> went to go again, and Carl pointed at him and said, your dick is really small, and that was hot to me. <laughs> <laughs> Carl can literally do, like, Carl doing anything is hot to me. Like, it yeah. literally is like, he is an Adonis to me. His body is so, it's like, ugh. I, know. <laughs> like, I just want to bite it. I just want to bite all of the parts of him. He's like, just like the perfect amount of hairy. He's yeah. so, he's so broad. <laughs> it's, he's very like, his body is very hyper masculine, but not yeah. in like, like, um, like a, you know, like washboard abs way. It's like, he just looks like such a man. Like, yeah. He kind of gives me like, like John Ham vibes, like Don Drapery. Mm, mm-hmm. You know, just a little thick, and I yeah. like that. I know. <laughs> um, so the guys and the girls start like kind of mingling with each other again. At this point, Paige has asked Lindsay, "Have y'all fucked each other?" And she's like, "What are you talking about?" So Lindsay tells Luke in the kitchen that like the girls are getting on to me for defending you and she's getting annoyed Paige and amanda come upstairs and Lindsay walks away and then Paige and amanda start like instigating luke they repeatedly they're like why don't you open up to us why don't you open up to us and luke is like i don't want to get into it with anybody while i've been drinking smart yeah <laughs> and uh yeah then Paige is like have you, have you fucked Lindsay? 
and he's like, what? <laughs> She's what like, the fuck? I think that's, that's what's... <laughs> why are you whispering, first of all? Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's so confused. It, it's just so funny to me. Um, you know, he's like, I have a lot of respect for Stravi. I don't know why, but he does. He's like, I would never do that. There would never be at any point why I would do that. So, yeah, just, just, (laughs) it's just so funny to me that Paige would do that. She does not believe that. I mean, (sighs) I know she doesn't think it's real, but it's funny. (laughs) Because Paige is a good reaction. She's, you know, some people are just so naturally good at producing reality television. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, she's such a good, like, internal producer. Mm -hmm. And. I don't know. I guess it's just like it's hard to watch because Luke isn't smart. So <laughs> it's hard to watch him try and combat all of this. Like, if he was a smart person, he could easily call this out and like turn it around on them. But he's not smart or quick or well spoken. So he can't. And that's really frustrating. He shoots himself in the foot immediately by being like, I'm not going to answer that, which is mm-hmm. like, just say no then (laughs) right exactly like why would you even implicate yourself further by being sketchy totally (laughs) poor guy (laughs) um he's genuinely confused in a way that like you can't really fake that you know like (laughs) Mm -hmm. just truly in his mind open it up you see like a couple of logs a few of his like chunky gold rings and just a bunch of question marks just floating around in the ether like (laughs) Just stop. Um, So then Kyle and Hannah and Sierra are all sitting by the pool. Kyle knocks over a can of Sierra's lover boy and is so wasted that he tries to drink it up from the side of the pool. Just on the ground. So it's so Kyle. Like it's so like Kyle is so that guy that like in college you like everybody would just kind of sit and watch do stuff. (laughs) You know? Like, he's just, like, shuffling around the house like Mr. McGrew with a bunch of chips. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's, like, climbing up on stacks of Loverboy and falling backwards off of him. <laughs> I have never been that kind of drunk. Like, I don't understand how you get to that point. It's a wild ride. Yeah, I've never been that, that like, my inhibitions are so down, I can, like, walk through fire kind of drunk. Like, I'm always a little buttoned up, you know? Uh, Oh, my God. Oh, bless. So, Lindsay comes down by the pool, and she's just, like, being more defensive. She's, like, trying to explain, you guys, I was defending Luke because I just don't like everybody was talking shit about him, you know? And so then more people come down to the pool. Paige is there. And Lindsay says again, I was just defending Luke because I just think there are some conversations I need to have between Luke and Hannah and Luke and Sierra. And Paige is like, well, Hannah got a DM that you guys had sex. <laughs> Luke's like, in what world? <laughs> From a psychic who wa- clearly watches our show and would love right. to be in the fold. She's like, somebody DM'd you on your, what, podcast? The Instagram? Like, seriously? Like, is what we're doing? (laughs) And then she's like, do you know who the fuck I am? And Amanda's like, yeah, you're Lindsay Hubbard. Sit down. She's like, no. Like, do you know who I am? Like, I understand what she's trying to say is, like, my character. 
Mm-hmm. Like, if you guys know who I am as a person, I would never do that. But <laughs> she's right. Drunk. It's hard yes. And it came out, it came out exactly as I prefer it. <laughs> Even if it wasn't right. <laughs> I prefer it for her to be saying, do you know who I am? Like, giving Reese right. Witherspoon to the, the to the Los Angeles Police Department. <laughs> oh, gosh. She says in a confessional, like, I broke up with my boyfriend three days ago. Like, what are you trying to say about me? So, yeah. oh, my gosh. So, what happens after that? I think Amanda goes up to Kyle and was like, did you hear that rumor? Oh, Susan Lindsay does. Lindsay goes up to Kyle and was like, do you want to hear a new rumor that I had sex with Luke? And Kyle's like, oh, yeah, I heard that. He's <laughs> like, oh, yeah, they came up to me and they started saying something. Like, they're, like, not even listening. Don't talk. He's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Lindsay obviously, like, thinks that people think that she's being, that she and Luke hooked up because she was being so defensive over him. And over by the pool, Hannah's like, Oh my God, can you hear Lindsay screaming? And then she's like laughing to herself, so pleased, and says, Isn't it crazy how all the drama surrounds me? Like, like oh, yeah, no, isn't it? I can't imagine it has anything to do with you being a fucking attention seeking narcissist. <laughs> God, like, will literally like corrupt any situation just to make sure people are talking about you. Like, it's like, how much validation do you need per day, girl? Right. And then she says, like, you know, this would just be over if Luke denied it. Like, would it? I don't think it would. Yeah, I and, highly doubt that. <laughs> like, Lindsay told you no, so why was that not enough for you? Right, exactly. <laughs> just deny um, it, Luke, and then it would be fine, but it's his fault. <laughs> Kyle's like, he asks everybody to relax, and, you know... Lindsay's like, you need to relax. And then Amanda gets all buck and is like, don't talk to my boyfriend like that, okay? Or my fiance, whatever. Um, Actually, no, I'm sorry. She says my man, which I thought was... <laughs> she's, I was like, that hit me, really. It's like, don't come at my man. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> she literally said, I'm gonna be the one to bring it to ya. <laughs> oh my god. Um, that, like cardigan shoulder thing that she's wearing i just love that she's so hot she can wear stuff like that okay i wanted to ask you about this because like obviously so like you know the clothing is a big major like thing of this show for me right like Uh i love seeing how everybody dresses i love that hannah is completely like completely clueless and always looks like a wet seal mannequin from like 2009 just like (laughs) a mess yeah. Um, and I love it's like I like I love watching Paige put outfits together because it's so Instagrammy and so sort of try hard, but like she's really good at it. Personally, mm-hmm. I'm an Amanda gal. Like totally. Amanda has a very effortless chicness to her style where mm-hmm. she can like you said, she can just put on anything and she makes it look very chic. Extremely. Somebody said she has like a very like 70s effortless beauty vibe and she totally does yeah like she kind of she reminds me of she gives me that feeling of like when fashion celebrities get paparazzi and it's a part of their job that they get paparazzi going out and wearing stuff and holding eight coffees <laughs> like she has that vibe where it's like yeah. she's giving a look even though it's casual yeah exactly Oh, God bless her. And those titties. Ugh, I, mm. I said it once, I said it again. My God. 
just works of art. Amazing. Perky, high, amazing. Huge. Incredible. Yeah. My God. Um, so then we see Luke text Sierra. He says, FYI, the rumors are not true. And Sierra responds, dude, way too late to text. She says in a confessional that Luke won't leave her alone. And now he's texting me past nine o'clock. And my immediate reaction was like, bitch, girl. But girl. then I thought, <laughs> I thought, what would it be like to be that beautiful and actually be able to have boundaries with men that they listen to? Maybe Very I true. would maybe I would do that too. <laughs> Honestly, very, very <laughs> true. <laughs> it just made me feel bad because we saw him send the text and it was so harmless. Right. But, like, they make him seem so, like, menacing. Like, he's some fucking Marvel villain in their house. Like, he's so dumb and, like, pretty... Like, he doesn't really mean any harm. And it's also, like, he knows you're up. You live together. Yeah. So it's... Like such a boundary like he could just knock on your door would that be a boundary cross like what's the rules here like if he saw you in the kitchen and it was 10 30 is he allowed to talk to you like you guys are roommates it's not like you know, like yeah I live together it's okay um to me i thought like this she obviously explodes later and it would have been a better argument if she had said that, like, a few days ago. But him just saying, like, trying to dispel rumors about him is a little different. Like, when he was texting you and Hannah, hey, good night, babe. Right. At the same time, that would have been the time to bring up your boundaries. <laughs> it 1,000%. Like, not when you guys have very clearly been talking about behind his back all day. Right. And he's, like, trying to clean it up a little. And you're like... Like, that text was not, like, an I want you text. No. That was, like, not. girl, I didn't fuck Lindsay. Like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> exactly. She says that her mom told her that the only things open after 10 o'clock are a gas station and a woman's legs. And she doesn't want anybody to get confused. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. But another thing, like, okay, what if a guy starts texting you at 8.15 and you guys are having a good conversation? Do you cut it at nine? Do you continue right. to talk to him? I just want to know what the hard rules are. What if he got off work at 830? Yeah. Like. What if he's around the corner and wants to meet you for, I don't know, you know? <laughs> yeah. There's just nothing more damaging than like a a uh, Southern Belle raising her daughter with like a completely insane Southern Belle uh, rules that don't apply to society. Right. <laughs> Society, Sierra. Hello. Hello. <laughs> uh, but no, for real. Like, shout out to her for having boundaries. But like, okay. Right. Yeah. Totally. I just, I just can't relate. <laughs> I just can't relate. Um. So later, the house is planning like a pub crawl, and everybody's gonna go to each other's bedrooms, and they're gonna have a theme from where they're from. What would be the Cleveland theme room? What would be in there? Um, it would be very like beer, because Cleveland is very like craft beery, like brat, mm -hmm. like it's very like um hoity toity beer. Okay. So it would probably be very like just like beery. <laughs> you know what I mean? I do. I do. <laughs> um I really like this idea. I thought it was really cute. 
Me too. I thought it was really fun. I was like, whoa, they have so many Amazon boxes. Like, what could they possibly be doing? It's usually like, you know, a couple streamers and a blow-up doll or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Luke is outside chopping wood poorly. He, You can tell he's feeling very attacked. He's feeling like the whole world is crashing down on him and that everybody's against him. And Hannah's the one who's been leading the charge. And I don't disagree. Then Lindsay has to go tell Danielle what happened because Danielle was like FaceTiming that dude that lives in her phone. And she's like, I just heard screaming. What's he, bitch? And she's like, you know, it was a fight. We got into a fight over a psychic DMing Hannah. And Danielle's like, that's fucking insane. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Danielle, the most logical, rationally thinking person like ever on reality TV. Ever. Oh, God bless. So now it's time for the the pub crawl. Paige and Hannah are representing New York. Uh, Sierra's representing Atlanta. Uh, Lindsay's doing Florida. Danielle is doing the Hamptons. Carl's doing Lancaster. And Kyle and Amanda are doing California. Not because they're from there, but just because they wanted to do spray tans. <laughs> they like me, <being> tan. <laughs> It's so good. It made me laugh so hard too when Paige was like, when she came over to do bottle service, and she's like, Well, we do have a ten thousand dollar minimum. <laughs> oh gosh, I, gosh. I have to give top marks to Lindsay and Carl for giving us Doris from Florida <laughs> and Carl this Amish man who did bucket service, which was very funny. That was really clever. Was great shots of water. It was so good. <laughs> um, so they decide to do an intermission after a couple of the rooms, and Luke takes Sierra aside to try and talk. And he's like, "What's your issue with me?" And Sierra's just like, "I feel like there aren't any boundaries. I feel like I can't be friendly with you because you take my kindness as flirtatious, and I just don't want you to get the wrong idea." And he's like, "Okay, well, that was my intention." And she's like, well, you crossed the line by texting me so late. And he's like, (laughs) first he says Jesus Christ. And then he says, I'm sorry, Father. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I was like, that's so... (laughs) Okay, Luke. (laughs) Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, sorry, Father. Um... (laughs) He was like, that's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous rule, respectfully. Um, and Sierra's like, this conversation's getting really weird. She's like over him. And she's like, you know what? Maybe we shouldn't be friends. Okay. Yeah. She's like, I'm friends with your friends now anyway. So bye. I'm friends with your friends now. Bye. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. I'm starting to feel bad for Luke at this point. Like, me too. I was like, what? oh, this is bullying. I hate watching bullying on reality yeah. TV. It's, it's hard. Like, none of this is necessary. No. It's, it's, I hate seeing people who feel empowered by like a weak person. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I just think that's so gross. And like, they all feel so just like on their high horse right now because of him. And clearly, they're all smarter than him, which is like, yeah. you know, like, let's play fair here, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> um, gosh, so everybody gets back to the party. Kyle starts to talk to Carl about Sierra and Kyle's like, I think you should go for it, dude. And, you know, he's like, Luke's a non-factor. He has no chance with her. So why don't you go for it? Like, they're not even talking to each other. So 
might as well. I would love this for Carl. I think Carl needs a, a black lady in his life. They are so, I mean, it's perfect. Like, yeah. it's perfection. I knew it was perfect the moment she, the fact that she came out and was the best person to console him when his brother, about his brother. Mm-hmm. Um, and she doesn't even know him, but like she had the most emotional connection to him. It was just like, oh, this is like, this needs to happen. Yeah, I think he needs a woman who's like equally, if not more ambitious, mm-hmm. definitely smarter than him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, I would like her to be black. Um, if her name was Kara, that would be cool. <laughs> or um, male. Troy is a good, gorgeous name. Whatever. <laughs> 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 um, but no, I 1000% agree with that. I think that she would be a perfect perfect fit for him and i also think that he because he's such a a mother's boy um Mm -hmm. i think that like her being a nurse like it just i don't know emotionally it just all kind of fits yeah totally totally gosh i bet sharon still like makes some sandwiches when he comes home and like does his laundry (laughs) totally she like takes his underwear and like folds them as soon as they hit the ground and like washes them (laughs) tater tot casserole already in the oven honey (laughs) (laughs) hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Uh, so Lindsay and Luke then go outside to talk. And was it like Paige or Amanda? I think it was Amanda who's like, why would they go outside and talk? Don't they already know that we're already talking shit about them? Like, why are they making it worse? It's like, well, you're making the problem. Yeah. So, they're adults. <laughs> You're chasing them around the house and, like, giggling through windows and shit. Like, how do you not feel dumb? (laughs) Everybody was really on one. Like, three too many lover boys for everyone. Um, Lindsay's, like, trying to make sense of this whole thing with Luke. And she's like, you know what? You flirt with me. He's like, no, I don't. She's like, anyway, I have bedroom eyes for you. Like, I'm not hearing that because you do flirt with me. Um, Right. (laughs) It's like, you know, I undress you with my eyes a little bit, but we're friends and we know that. And he's like, yes. Okay, sure. (laughs) Um, I don't know why he's acting like he's not attracted to Lindsay. He totally is. And that's fine. Oh, he's already written a song about her. In his head, he's like, leather (laughs) pants, red lips. (laughs) Florida girl. (laughs) Red lips. Yeah, I mean, whole like smoky room. <laughs> like, why are I we love doing? It. 
when he, <laughs> when he talks to himself and he's writing his songs and he's like, fuck, I gotta hit that note. Leather pants, leather pants. <laughs> like, this is like, <laughs> I'm hoping for like a Bruce Willis style, like acoustic CD from, from Luke. When all of this is said and done. <laughs> totally. What the album cover is him covered in jewels and jewelry and in, in yeah. man jewelry. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, okay. So Danielle is trying to like be the adult in the room to a bunch of drunken toddlers, right? She's like, you know, Lindsay was just trying to be defensive. You know, I feel like you guys are kind of ganging up on Luke. She was trying to be a good friend to him. And he needs to have a conversation with you, Hannah. He needs to have a conversation with you. Hannah is insistent that Luke is still trying to flirt with both of them, mm-hmm. which what Hannah Luke isn't really even trying to talk to you. So <laughs> she's really riding high on the fact that like three days prior he told her to put pump the brakes on this weird old guy that she's dating. No, like literally he he couldn't be like if him not having sex with you. Is it right. a clear enough sign that he isn't actually interested in that way? Like, yeah. it couldn't be more clear that he's just not that into you. And, yeah. like, it also is insane to me that she obviously listened to Sierra say that thing about her boundaries. So then Hannah took that and has and now made that her thing where she's like, he doesn't respect my boundaries. Girl, right. are you kidding me? You are chasing him around the fucking house asking him if he wants to hit balls and shit. Like, you are fully not respecting his boundaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's insane. It's insane. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so at this point, Carl's getting annoyed with all the talk about Luke. And he's like, you know, I just feel like Luke isn't taking responsibility for the mess that he's caused. And then Carl starts talking to Kyle about how, you know, like, my relationships and my body parts and every aspect of my life gets picked apart and you know i have to deal with it because i'm a real man which was hot but Mm -hmm. (laughs) he's like you know luke doesn't know how to do that and then at this point luke is walking up the stairs clearly he's heard everything that carl's just said about him but fortunately carl does keep that same energy and he's like yeah i was talking shit about you and i think you need to get your shit together you need to own up to your fact that you've tried to hook up with girls. But then he gets into this, like, you know, I've done shit and like, but I'm still friends with the girl that I fucked over, but you're not. So <laughs> as Luke, by the way, is like coming to get a glass of water, like he, every room he goes in is exploding with information about him. It is insane. And I love that Carl was like, like he, when he was talking about him, and then he came upstairs, he's like, hey, man, own it. Own your shit. It's time. <laughs> Own it. Play the game. He's like, what are you talking? He's like, literally, what are you talking about? Literally. <laughs> what the fuck did I just walk into? Oh, my gosh. At some point, uh, Luke says, like, if you want to talk by, if you want to talk behind my back, say it to my face, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's about to be a bro fight. <laughs> Um, Carl says, like, you just need to own up to the fact that, like, you've tried to hook up with the girls in the house and it didn't work out, which is not, like, if he needs to own up to anything, that's not it, Carl. Um, you know, the Carl says, basically, Luke says he's not trying to compare what he's doing now to, like, what Carl has done in the past, which is fair. Like, why do I have to bear the burdens of what you have done? We're not 
doing this. <laughs> like we're not um, close and I didn't even know any of you. <laughs> right. Um, Carl calls Luke a jackass and Luke is like, watch your tone. And I love when Luke's like true Minnesota accent comes out. Oh, I know. It's so <laughs> it, good. It's so good. It's so like the opposite of what he thinks he's doing. Like he's trying to be big and tough, but he sounds like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> soprano, like sir. This like, is very friggin' tone. It starts getting real, <laughs> like it's just full on Fargo at a certain point. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. So then Carl starts talking about like basically he's more evolved. Um. And at this point, Sierra goes in the kitchen and she's like, "I want to get on this too." let's let me tap in she's feeling some type of the way and she's like you know what you laughed at my nine o'clock boundary you laughed <laughs> okay <laughs> she's um, like i have a place on this show too and here it is <laughs> luke's like i just thought i was texting a friend and was like kyle wakes up and is like uh you don't text a chick after nine unless you're trying to fuck her and sierra's like thank you Thank you. Um, I don't know if we can rely on Kyle, but <laughs> he's saying for sure. Kyle climbed down from a bunch of stacks of Loverboy to make his point. <laughs> Two boxes of the spritzers on his feet because he's trying to make <laughs> out of them. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Then Kyle starts talking about, like, you know, I'm trying to help you, Luke, and says, you know, like, you come off like Paul, Paul Bunyan, but you're texting these girls you claim to be friends with late at night. And like, what are you trying to do? And then Kyle's like, you know, I think you lead girls on, which I don't think is unfair. But totally. again, like time and a place, time and a place. Right. <laughs> like everything that they're saying is true, which is like what's what makes it kind of complicated. And like this is sort of his karma for. And I think the show tried to sort of justify what they were doing by showing him saying, like, you know, it's always been so easy for me. Like, they're basically trying to show that he is, for the first time in his entire life, being held accountable. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's like he can't, like, he doesn't know how to, like, interpret the girls not just wanting him. Like, he doesn't get it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, clearly he doesn't give a fuck about hannah but i it would be unfair to say that like the sierra rejection did not rub him the wrong way like clearly it did but also i don't think he's like being as so gross that like everybody in the house needs to be screaming at him right like there's a lot of projection going on like it's crazy yeah yeah um so what happens after that okay so kyle starts getting really hyped and he's like you know i love you but i don't love your quest for controlling females <laughs> like <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> like what are you talking about <laughs> oh my gosh and then he says that he understands because he used to do it too and again it's like okay <laughs> yeah like this is not a linear experience. Like, we don't, all of the men in the house don't have to have the same fuckboy journey. Right. That you got. It's crazy. 
At this point, Kyle and Amanda start creating the Coppertone ad because Amanda's <laughs> desperately trying to get him and his swim trunks from going down the stairs to yell at Luke. Like, Kyle's not putting hands on people. Come on. Oh my god, Luke would kill him. He would destroy him. Oh my god. Um, and he's got those rings on his fingers. Like, you really better watch out. He, those things cool. can do damage. He is uh, full Mr. T right now, ready. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> um, Kyle's screaming, like, just admit that you love controlling females. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Like, <laughs> if everybody could just take a moment to realize the words that are, like, coming out of their mouths. You, were- <laughs> you all sound insanely dumb. <laughs> He's like... He's like, dude, I want you to know that I freaking never freaking liked you, dude. (laughs) (laughs) So sad. I was like, this is like literally sad. Like, uh, I hate watching things like this happen. I really do. It was so embarrassing. The fact that, like, Luke left the house in a huff and then is like, come on, guys. Like, he was bringing, like, these two random members of production like they were the fucking warriors. (laughs) Come on. Come on. Let's go. Like, they're not going to beat Kyle's ass. They have a job. (laughs) What are you thinking? I thought I was the only male voice that hit truly shrill tones. But when he was in that yard screaming, I was like, oh, it me. He's suddenly <laughs> me recording. Oh, my God. Like, slam another Coors on the front porch of your Hamptons mansion. Like, okay, Luke. <laughs> it's on. Let's go for it, bro. Like, oh, this is embarrassing. I hate when men do shit like this. All of that for him to just be like, you're not my friend. Yeah. I want you to know, no, listen, let me finish this. Like, no, please don't. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm actually crying. Like, he brought, he said that shit with his whole chest. It was. (laughs) I mean, it did take, like, it took, like, what, eight people to hold it back. It was wild. Like, he was, like, being bottlenecked. Just one person. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So Carl hears what's happening because I guess he must have gone to sleep. He comes out in his boxer briefs. He's trying to get at Luke. It takes like what feels like 25 people that are easily half his height or less right. trying to keep him from going outside. Again, another very sexy thing. It's like just watching all of those people try to hold him back and he's like oh. flinging him off like godzilla oh uh, my god i know so <laughs> i'm really a monster like <laughs> the way i am like so turned on by just like basic barbaric male just aggressive acts of heterosexuality like i need to talk to somebody about that no like the more brute the better honestly honestly uh, i think about that time from the challenge where ct carries johnny bananas like a backpack and he just like destroys him with like (laughs) 
muscles in his thighs just popping. Oh. <laughs> I know. I always picture anytime anybody brings it up, I always immediately have the image in my mind of like his legs like stomping the ground with each step, yeah. you know, because he's like trying to like plant his feet. Oh, <laughs> no, it's so good. Oh my god. Troy, thank you so much for talking to me about this. Where can people find you? Um, my podcast is called Dunzo, D-U-N-Z-O, exclamation point. Um, and yeah, that's where you can find me. And I'm on Instagram, Dunzo Pod. That's where I mostly do stuff for the podcast. And uh, at Troy McEady, T-R-O-Y-M-C-E-A-D-Y. You can also find him on other podcasts when people steal his work. Thank you. Um, <laughs> If you like my Britney notes, you should listen to them on another podcast. (laughs) Anyway, Troy, I love you so much. Thank you again for doing this, and you have a beautiful day. Thank you so much. You too. Bye. Bye.